All right, Know Your Bible Sunday. This is a first-time-ever experience for some of you, and it's a annual event for some of you. How many of you have been here since 1986? Look around at all those old-timers. Quite a few, quite a few. Those folks have uh, attended Know Your Bible Sunday 31 times. Basically, uh, assuming they had perfect attendance, and most of them do, I'm sure. We started in 1986, uh, been on over 31 years, program's gone from mostly Kansas, we're now seen in 10 states, uh, potential audience of one and a half million households. Some of you know all that, some of you don't know anything about Know Your Bible. The handout that hopefully you picked up on your way in, if not, there's some left at the back there, pick one up on your way out, gives you a whole bunch of details. Lots of things that under, explain the program, tell you what it's about, uh, what it does, and details of the finances, and all sorts of things in there. Uh, <clears throat> we had Know Your Bible Sunday scheduled for today, and then Toby asked me if I'd fill in the last two weeks while he was on vacation the last two weeks, and uh, my first thought was, well, I can just do Know Your Bible for three Sundays, Uh, and I might get it a little more well covered. Uh, You just can't do it in 30 minutes. can't tell you all the good stories and all the details that some of you wonder about. That's what this is for. There's a lot in there, and please take time to read it. following on service on your way home. Uh, I don't read while you're on your way home, I guess, if you're driving, but when you get home, read it. Uh, find out a lot more about Know Your Bible. I put uh, four little bullet points on your handout, and we're just going to work right through those, and hopefully you'll get some idea of where Know Your Bible is and uh, what's going on. So first one is what we do. What we do. How Know Your Bible Works is we sow the seed. And that's why we look at the parable of the sower uh, basically every year. That's what Jesus says to do. Uh, There are no other instructions for us in that parable other than to sow the seed. Now, some of you are familiar with plants and gardening and farming, and you know that you can plant a seed one by one. You can dig a little hole and put one seed in it, or you can... If you're overseeding your grass this time of year, you can get one of the little plastic things with a crank on it, and you can throw seed out a little ways. You can buy a broadcast spreader that you push along, and it throws seed eight feet or so. And Jesus didn't know anything about all those contraptions. Uh, he talked about a fellow going out with a bag of seed and uh, taking the seed and throwing it as far as he could, just broadcasting it everywhere. And that's what the parable's about. He says a farmer did that. He, he just went out and he threw seed everywhere, and then he tells the results of that. Uh, that's what Know Your Bible does. We throw seed a lot of places. Uh, four major markets, ten, parts of ten states that we get into. Uh, if all of them turned their TV on at one time, there would be one and a half million households uh, receiving seed. Uh, that's a lot of sowing. So that's basically it. 
That's what we do. Now, second point is what happens. What happens is exactly what Jesus said would happen. Jesus says in the parable that this fellow threw seed everywhere, and some of it landed on the hard path, the rocky ground, the hard path, and the birds just came and ate it up. It went away. It didn't do any good at all, except for the bird, I guess, a little bit. But it didn't do what it was supposed to do. And he said some of it then fell on the ground that had kind of rocks under it, and it took root. And it lasted for a little while, but then it didn't have any moisture, didn't have deep rain, it couldn't last. And then some of it fell on ground and took root pretty well, but there were thorns in there, and they grew up at the same time, and they choked it out. Lasted a little longer, but finally got choked up. And then he said, and then there's some that fell on good soil. And it grew, and it it reproduced, and it had a hundred times what was planted there. Well, that's exactly... What happens? When we sow the seed, like Jesus said to do, we get the exact same results that he said we'd get. And if you turn in your handout, when you're looking, there's a thing on the back about feedback from the field. And it tells you some stories, very few out of all that we are aware of, but it tells you a few stories about things that happen. And they correspond pretty well to just exactly what Jesus said was going to happen. Uh, some ears it falls on, it does absolutely no good. We get people that get mad. We get people that send in angry calls and angry letters that uh, they don't like what we say. Okay, well, it's not going to do much good in that soil probably. But we get some that are very interested. We get some that just like to study. We get some that uh, just get a good appreciation for us and what we're doing because we never ask for money. We get all kinds of results. A few that I didn't put in your handout. Here's some I just got this week and I threw them in a stack. I said, well, that's kind of interesting. I answered one question on email. We get a lot more email questions these days. And they're kind of fun because you don't know where they're coming from or anything about them. Uh, you know their email name, which sometimes gives you a clue. Uh, but you, <laughs> you get all kinds of questions. And this fellow, uh, yeah, it was a fellow, wrote in on an email and asked a pretty esoteric question. It was one that I don't think we've ever had before. It was about a topic that's a little bit out there, but and I'd heard of it, but I didn't know much, so I did a little Googling and researching and all that, and I sent him back an answer that day, and also gave him a link to a website. I said, you might want to read this, it kind of talks about what you're asking about. Here's his response, and that's one thing cool about emails, is you get a response sometimes. Here's what he said, wow, thank you. I honestly wasn't expecting an answer from you guys. People usually don't have much to say about the subject. In most cases, people know nothing about it, or very little. So, thank you again. Okay, Uh, This guy, I don't know what kind of soil that is, but it may be better than just the hard path, the rocky ground, and we've started that relationship maybe. Here's another one I got this week. I like this one. This is from a fellow named Glenn that... Writes in every once in a while and usually includes a few dollars as his contribution. Uh, He says, thank you. I'd like to thank you for all your time and hard work to put on the show Know Your Bible. 
I love watching and learning almost every week. It is disappointing when Channel 3 puts on golf, tennis, or soccer. I would rather watch anything, even a soap opera, than those three sports. Please accept my small gift. It is all I can afford right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of soil that is, uh, but he's not a fan of tennis, golf, and soccer. We know that much. Uh, he'd rather watch Know Your Bible. Uh, here's one from our partner in Burlington, Iowa, uh, just to show you the other kind of things that happen than what we usually talk about and handout and stuff. Uh, Terry up there is one that communicates from our partner in Burlington, and he sends all the uh, phone calls and everything they get each week, gives them to us so we can uh, tally them and all the questions he gives us. And at the end of one of his Monday reports, he said, I also want you to know that the calls I report each week don't tell the whole story of what Know Your Bible is doing in our neighborhood. Last week, for instance, I didn't tell you about the caller who was very upset and emotional, asking for prayers, wishing to be contacted by someone from the church. Uh, On Monday, an elder from the church in Moline went to their home and visited with them and prayed with them and set up a Bible study. Also, we have a a BCC student in a community 30 minutes from the nearest Church of Christ. I contacted an elder in Sterling, Illinois, who was thrilled for the opportunity to set up a study. Another gentleman called asking for prayers for his addiction to alcohol. So the call count I send each week only tells part of the story. We get these other calls all the time. Well, sorry for rambling, but these calls are a source of encouragement to us. Uh, That's one of our partners up in Burlington, Iowa, and uh, they handle all the phone calls and correspondence courses and things up there, and they see what's happening. If you look around here, you can see what's happening. Just in October, uh, at Northside, uh, Richard Pettigrew was baptized. Cindy Schroeder came to us from the Shell Knob Church after she had watched Know Your Bible down there and been baptized. Jim Harris was baptized a couple of weeks ago. Uh, None of those folks we knew, but they were good soil. And we sowed the seed where they were, and it landed on good soil. Now, Isaiah 55:11 is probably our favorite verse in Know Your Bible. I think we also look at each it every year. Uh, God made this promise. He said, "My word that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it." Okay, so I've told you. What we do, and I've told you what happens, and that's the reason it happens. Because we don't know where the good soil is, but God does. And he says, you just send my word out. You sow it. You broadcast it. You get it out there. I'll take care of the rest. You do the sowing. I'll do the growing. And he does. Now, when I wrote those down, I said, well, look at what happened in just October here. It occurred to me that God may have been thinking You know, those folks here will hear about Know Your Bible every year, year after year, and it may be getting kind of commonplace. They may not be remembering what the program does. And maybe they need a little reminder 
So since they got Know Your Bible scheduled Sunday on October 22nd, I'll give them some examples. And all of a sudden, here come Richard and Cindy and Jim. And, and if we weren't paying attention, we might miss that. But the program works, folks. Uh, we sow, and he gives the growth. All right, those are the things we do and what happens. main part of what we want to talk about today is the third part. Let's talk about what we need to do. Uh, we've got some things this year we need to do. We need to make some changes, and you folks need to be aware of them. You're the ones that support and know your Bible, and we've got to talk about it. Uh, first, the website. Uh, we need to provide a few more teaching options on the website. People have questions, and uh, we can't get them to them real easy sometimes. The website is the way people look and learn at things these days. So we need to put some uh, a searchable database on there of the top questions. Uh, we get some questions over and over again. If they can go to the website and find the answer to that, they may get interested in some other things. Uh, so we're working on making that available. Uh, our past programs, we've got some archived on there now. Uh, we get a lot of calls, not a lot, but some people say, I'd like a DVD of the program. Well, we don't really have that capability right now because we're the programs are off being closed captioning and all that, so we don't have the copy yet. Um, so, so instead of that, we can put some programs on there that they can watch, and if the more... Up to date we can do that, the better off we are. Uh, so we're working on that. We've always made tapes and sent them out over the country to the four different markets and, and all that. We're going digital very quickly, uh, getting all the stations to agree on the format and closed captioning and all that's a little tricky, but we're about there. And instead of mailing all those tapes around and doing all that hardware, when we record at KSN, they'll send a digital copy to the closed captioning. Uh, closed captioning will embed the closed captioning and digitally download it to the servers and the markets. Uh, we'll have an immediate copy or a much more immediate copy. Uh, so all that will make it a lot easier to put that on the website. And I think that will uh, help people get interested, stay interested. Uh, you can go on there now and watch a program if you want. If you forgot to set your DVR, you can go on and watch and know your Bible anytime, but can't really pick today's program. So we're going to get, get that fixed, hopefully, with our new digital distribution. So that's one thing we need to do is work on some of the things on the website. Another thing we need to do uh, involves money. And we never talk much about money, even on this Sunday. Uh, we mention it sometimes, but we don't talk much about it, but we need to. Now, we haven't bounced any checks lately. I just put that on because I like the picture. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty simple equation, and if you look at the handout and take time to read the financial page, uh, you'll see that this year we spent more than we took in. Well, if any of you know anything about business or Maybe you manage your home budget or, or you've listened to Dave Ramsey. You can spend more than you take in for a little while, but you can't do it very long. Uh, we did it this year because uh, contributions were down a little bit in some areas, perhaps. 
Uh, we didn't really have any cost increases, but uh, it's a simple equation. Uh, you can't spend more than you take in. You either got to cut costs or get more income. So uh, we need to work on that this year. Uh, supporting congregations uh, are a help to us. They don't give huge amounts, but they're helpful. Uh, this year we got five new supporting congregations. And those are marked on your handout so you can see who they are. Uh, and I just brought a letter that I think illustrates why we got those this year or why we get that kind of thing. Uh, this is once again from our uh, partner in Burlington uh, informing me that another congregation wanted to support us. And since then I've been in touch with them. But here's what the letter said, and I think the way it's worded is interesting. Uh, he said, Dan Welker, an elder at 16th Church of Christ in Sterling, Illinois, called. He told me they'd like to begin supporting the program again. They've supported Know Your Bible in the past, but the local economy took a downturn and they had to stop. Uh, now things are better and they want to start again. They are convinced that Know Your Bible is a great investment based on the response and the results they have seen locally. They have had an especially good response when delivering certificates. So we've got a lot of supporting congregations. We've got people that uh, have moved elsewhere and from Northside or other congregations and still support us. Uh, we get uh, memorial contributions. All of that's in the handout. tells you where it all comes from. Uh, Northside gives the bulk of the budget, about two-thirds or sometimes more. Uh, this year we gave exactly what we gave last year. And our fiscal year's July through June, so it's a little different. But uh, year to year, we gave the same amount. Uh, back to the equation. Either increase some income or cut some costs. Uh, we can't spend 30000 more this year. Uh, we'll have to pick a market and decide we got to get out of that market or do something. Uh, God's always provided, and I have faith that he will do that this year. Uh, one way he can do that is through some Northsiders. I said Northside gave the same this year as they gave last year. And here's my guess. Uh, I don't look at who gives what. I don't pay attention to that. But my guess is we got about the same amount from about the same people that we have for a long time. And a lot of them held their hands up a while ago that they were here in 1986. Uh, new folks don't know as much about Know Your Bible. That's why I said I wish I could talk three weeks about it. Uh, if you knew what all it does and how it works, and hopefully this is a little flavor of that, it, it's a really good investment. And if you're looking for a place to sow some of uh, your blessings, Know Your Bible would be a really good place to do that. Uh, if you don't know much about Know Your Bible, let me give you a secret. Uh, Jesus said there's this little thing about where your money is, that's where your heart is. So you, you put a little money in it and you'll start to pay attention to what Know Your Bible does and how well it works. So uh, we need to come up with some more money this year. We also need to talk about technology. Uh, and some of you are not going to believe this at all, especially you kids down here in the front. When I was a kid, we had TV in the front room, and we had three channels on it. 
<laughs> you should have seen the eyes of three, three channels, and the family would sit there and watch an hour of Bonanza, and we would watch all the commercials, unless, well, when a commercial came on, sometimes it was when you got up and ran to the bathroom. You had to run fast so you could get back before the show started again. There was not a pause button. Really not. You sat there and watched the whole program. And when that program was over, if the next one that the family wanted to watch was on one of the other two channels, then I had to get up off the floor and walk to the TV. (laughs) Turn the knob and go to the other channel. I know this is weird, but we actually did that. That's the way people watched TV. Now, in 1986, when we started the program, there were remote controls by then, and VHS had just kind of beat out Betamax, so we did have a way to record TV programs. But other than that, it was still pretty much the same. There weren't that many more channels. And people still pretty well watched the whole program. It was kind of a pain to speed through on a VHS. You always missed the end of the commercial and all that. So anyhow, people sat there and watched TV for a half hour. I'm guessing that doesn't happen so much today, especially in a certain demographic. I'm guessing that at a certain age in this uh, group, uh, doesn't watch TV that way anymore. Uh, the new generation watches what they want, when they want, on what they want. Okay? doesn't have to be a TV in a living room. It can be in their pocket. And that's the way the world works now. So we're still operating with a Know Your Bible paradigm that we put our show on at 10 o'clock or 10.30 on Sunday morning and somebody's going to sit there and wait for it to start and watch through it. Doesn't happen that much anymore. So we've got to adapt to the technology, if you will. Uh, and we've got to think of some other ways to do that. And like I said, we're going to put some more things on the website. But the main part of changing with the times uh, is recognizing how people learn. How many of you, when you want to know something, you want to know about a topic, something interests you, and you decide, man, I'd like to know something more about that. How many of you go to the library and check out some books on that? I don't see a hand. I'm sure some people still do that a little bit. But that's not how we learn anymore. Let me ask this one. You won't even know what this means. How many of you folks have seen an encyclopedia salesman lately? (laughs) Half of you don't even know what that is. But there used to be people that would come to your door and knock on the door and offer to sell your parents this big set of books because it had all the world's knowledge in it. And if you bought this, your kid would be a lot smarter. And parents bought those things. Yeah. And if you wanted to know something, your folks would say, go look it up in the Britannica or whatever. And you'd go pull out that volume and you'd look up a topic. Yeah. 
And some of you are looking at me like, this guy is ancient. What is he talking about? Well, that's the point. We learn differently these days. Uh, So we've always had the printed lessons hanging in the Know Your Bible room, five series, people call in and we start the first one and we mail them back and forth and we spend a lot of money on postage and all that. Uh, We need some online tools. That's how people learn today. So uh, I've been looking at lots of them. I think I've looked at every one that exists perhaps. Uh, There's a lot of really bad ones and there's some pretty good ones. Uh, There are no perfect ones, but there's some pretty good ones. And the one that I've identified that I want to try first, because I think they've got the best tools, uh, is an operation called World Bible School. Many of you are familiar with it. Many of you have graded their courses in the past. Uh, most of us are familiar with World Bible School. It's a very uh, long-term method of teaching, and mainly they focused on foreign countries. Uh, they were sent lots of their lessons to Africa and all over the world. That's why they call it World Bible School, I guess. But the last few years, they've done a couple of things that I think are really good. One, they decided to focus on America. They decided that the United States needs a lot more attention and ways to study the Bible. And the second thing they've done is develop some very good online study methods. In fact, as I was reading through their website and looking at things, one of the things that caught my attention uh, was they had a quote in a little box there from a fellow named Flavel Yakely. Uh, Some of you know Flavel. Uh, He knows a little bit about the churches of Christ around the world. Uh, And his quote on their website, he said, We are making more converts worldwide through World Bible School than through all other methods combined. Uh, he believes that World Bible School works pretty well. And th- with the tools they've developed and the way that they connect with a local congregation, I think it's a good fit for us, and we're going to uh, implement it if we can get some interest here in just a moment. Um, the way it works is we'll have a unique website identifier, and if they click on it on the website, our website, or if they write it down from our TV show and where they see it on the screen or something, if they go to that link, we will get the referral. The student will come to us instead of just to any helper. Uh, so it will come to us, and we'll get to assign a uh, study helper for that person, and then that will be our student, much like our current system works, except it will all be digital and online. Uh, to help explain that, I picked one of their videos off the website that I think explains it pretty well. So let's look at this video uh, from World Bible School and maybe it'll explain it a lot better than I can. So. Hi, I'm Gary, and this is World Bible School. World Bible School is a simple way to share Jesus with someone. Here's what I mean. See this? Right now, people from all over the world are eager to learn from the Bible. They've signed up, and they've even completed their first Bible lesson. How about Santiago? Hola, I'm Santiago. Hi, Santiago. I just touch this button, and that's it. We are studying the Bible together. 
This works everywhere. Look at me. I'm on my couch with my iPad talking about Jesus. Look, Mom, I'm working out and teaching the Bible. World Bible School makes it easy for me to share my faith from anywhere. Oh, look, a message from Santi. Nice. I love that guy. World Bible School lets Christians go global with Jesus, but it also lets us reach out right here at home. World Bible School is about connecting Christians with seekers. It's about telling the truth of the Bible. It's about bringing peace to a broken world. Thousands of everyday Christians like you are helping over a million people like these study the Bible. They're using World Bible School's tools, both web-based Bible lessons and printed lessons mailed to those who don't have Internet access. Seeds are being planted, people are being baptized into Christ, and disciples are being made. But you know, it all comes down to that one soul who needs to hear the good news. That one soul needs you. World Bible School is you sharing Jesus. What are you waiting for? Somebody needs you. You can get started today at worldbibleschool.net. Okay, some of you, I'm sure, love that concept and think, man, that'd be cool. I'd like to do that. Uh, some of you, it scares you to death. I think, man, I could never do that. Much more comfortable in the room over there with my folder and my printed handouts and all that. And that's why we need some options. We got all kinds and, uh, we got all kinds of people out there where the seed's being sown. So my plan is if there's enough interest, uh, enough of you that think, yeah, I'd like to do that, uh, we will implement the concept and we will train some folks to do that. We're not just going to turn you loose. You've got to go through a little bit of training and go through the lessons yourself and get ready to do it. But uh, we'll do that and get it proceeding very quickly. If uh, on your handout you tell me there's some of you that think that might be a good thing to do. Okay, last topic. Uh, what you can do. And I put three things on the screen here. Number one is pray. Uh, everybody in here can do that. After Toby's lessons, the last series that he did about prayer, hopefully you understand the power of that. Uh, he did one sermon on the prayer of supplication. Uh, you can talk to God about know your Bible and the soil that it's falling on and uh, the finances and all of that. So please pray for know your Bible. Uh, secondly, you can give. Uh, we've got a pledge form or commitment form in the handout. And there's a place there for you to write down what you intend to give. Uh, once again, all we ask that for is so we can plan ahead. Uh, I say it every year, but if we have a year where these come back and nobody pledges anything, uh, then I need to start canceling some TV contracts. Uh, as long as we know there's going to be some income, we'll, we'll keep rolling. Uh, so please fill that out, and let me just add one thing this year. We've got a lot of folks that have given to Know Your Bible so many years uh, that they don't take time to fill this out. 
Uh, they figure out, uh, they know I'm going to give and don't fill it out. Uh, we guess that maybe you're going to keep giving, but it'd be handy to know it. So uh, fill it out this year, if you will. And I also appeal to some of you new ones that have never filled one out or never pledged to know your Bible. Uh, start with something small. Pick a little bit that uh, you and your family sit down and talk about and agree that, yeah, we could get by on uh, $10 a week less. Uh, that's $500 a year. Enough new families did that. Uh, we'd be in big and good shape and maybe get back to the point where we could expand uh, again, which we do whenever we get a surplus. So, so give. And the last thing is volunteer. I put two new lines on the bottom of this year's pledge form uh, to see if anybody's interested in being an online study helper and learning how to do that. And then I also put one on there about would you like to help with mail courses uh, because we need a few more workers to handle our current load. Uh, Plus, even with the World Bible School, they can pick a print lesson if they want. Uh, About a quarter of people do pick that these days, World Bible School says. Three, four, seven pick online, but we'll still need some of that. So uh, fill that out. Bring it back next week for sure. Uh, Put it in the collection plate or today give it to somebody if you know what you want to do. Give it to somebody or stick it in one of the prayer boxes and we'll find them. So uh, please get that filled out and turned in. We appreciate it. All right. Let me talk about what we started with. We started with the parable, and we talked about the different kinds of soil. And at the end, Jesus said, now listen to this. He said, some of them grow, and they grow a hundredfold. We don't talk about that part much. And part of that is because we don't know about that much. Uh, We get records of... Conversions. We get records of people being baptized. We uh, we see them come into Northside and ask to be baptized. So we see some of that, but we don't see the effect over generations. But there is an effect over generations. I got a email this year, and not too long ago, uh, from the church in Scott City, Kansas. Uh, and the elder there told me that they wanted to become a supporter of Know Your Bible. So they're marked on your handout as one of the new supporters. And in the email, he told me a story that I'd never heard before. Uh, We've been doing this 31 years, and I've heard some good stories, but I hadn't heard this one. And so he told it to me, and I want to read it pretty much right from his email. Uh, He told me the story of a lady named Mary, Mary Hermes. And he said she was a member of our congregation from her baptism in the 1980s until she moved to be close to her sons in Oklahoma City in 2010. She passed away with cancer last year. Mary sought truth in the scriptures before her conversion. She loved your program. She took all the correspondence courses. Then she contacted our preacher, visited our congregation, and became a Christian according to the New Testament pattern. When younger, she had married a Catholic, and as she had agreed, she raised her children in Roman Catholicism. After her conversion, her children, who were of age, 
followed her lead and also became New Testament Christians. Her oldest son, John, is now a leading administrator at Oklahoma Christian University. We all love your program. I didn't know that story. But Jesus said that kind of thing would happen. He said, if you sow the seed, there's going to be some good soil out there. And some of that good soil, that seed will take root and it will grow and it will continue to produce a hundredfold. I don't know how many young people Mary's son has affected at Oklahoma Christian. I don't know about her other sons. I don't know the full story. I just know Jesus knew what he was talking about. We sow the seed. He does his part. It won't return void. Uh, I am, encourage you to be a part of that, to, to understand it, to, to give, to volunteer, to pay attention, to know your Bible. Watch the program. We've got people here that haven't watched it. So find out what it is. It's a great ministry and a great work. Lesson is yours if you're here today and need to respond to the Lord's invitation. Maybe you're some of that good soil that he's talked about. Uh, the seed has fallen in your heart, and uh, you know what you need to do and are ready to do that this morning. Uh, maybe somebody else here that needs to ask for prayers or talk with the elders. We're going to make that opportunity available to you right now. We're going to stand and sing a song. If you need anything publicly, come to the front. Let's stand. <clears throat>